0: Relationships, like love, sex, butt stuff, stuff, rock and roll, anal, all of it, beads, yeah, wieners, yeah, love, (laughs) death, family, kids, friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship.
1: Yes, I have.
0: Hi. Hi, so are we, are we on? Are we we're in? On. Are we doing this? It's are we, we live? Okay, so i got to say I like the new mic setup. It's very good. We can see our beautiful that faces. We can do that. Yeah. that way we can do this, and the microphones aren't blocking our faces. So when I came in, you and Tara were having a discussion about putting one of your dogs down.
1: Yeah, so I, I want to put the dog down. Actually, so I was going to just take the dog to the Humane Society,
0: didn't right, need because to put I, it down. I mean the dogs the, the dog's not i mean there's there's nothing rationally wrong with the dog it hasn't done anything that is not it hasn't done anything abnormal for a dog mm-hmm. but you want to be rid of it yep why so okay we have
1: three kids one of them can't do anything for herself.
0: Well, two of your kids can wipe their own butts. That's right. That's so right. you basically you've you got still can't, you've got the one.
1: You still can't count on them to do what they're supposed to do all the time. So we've got a bunch well, of kids.
0: Sh- well, sure, but they're resilient, right? Like I mean, I know for a fact that children can take a significant amount of physical abuse before they break. Sure. So, yeah, I still, I just, I I think your excuses here are bullshit.
1: No, they're not. So then, this morning, take the dog out. Hold on, let me get back into it. So we've got all these kids. Got to take care of them. And we've got the dogs. Every morning, I get up at about 6.45 or 7, walk the dog. Then I get ready for work, get the kids up, all that fun stuff. Um... So that's, that's, it's a mile walk that I give the dog then, both of them. I think they go to the park with terror of the kids or something at some point in the day, and they go outside to go to the bathroom several times. Clearly, that's not enough exercise for this little cunt. So he decided to go into my room and start destroying my things. Now, I put things in my room because he doesn't really go there. So I did what I was supposed I put my shit away. He went into my space and started destroying my shit. And I'm like, clearly this dog is not getting the attention that he needs. So we should get rid of him.
0: Hmm. And your wife disagrees.
1: Oh, she was livid. Because I, I was ready to just take him and wash my hands.
0: And your children, what's their opinion on this?
1: They don't have an opinion on it. They weren't here.
0: I see. But, but how, would, how would Tyr and Christopher Oh, feel? they would be
1: absolutely upset. So it was funny. As I was being pissed off about this, I was, like, almost outside of myself looking in. And, like, it was basically comical. Because I'm like, oh, super worked up over that one. And I could tell, I was like, I want everybody else to be as upset as I am. Because this is bullshit. And, like, if I'm the only one doing shit for this dog and I have extremely limited time, well, then other people need to be doing shit for the dog or the dog needs to go somewhere else where he can be happier and healthier.
0: Or, or, or your children take some responsibility and they go across the street to the park where mm -hmm. children and dogs play And it's very safe and not a great distance for you to go and observe your children. Sure. Or if you trust your neighbors in your neighborhood to send your children that distance by themselves, which my parents and many parents before them would have done. And and then there we go. The issue is resolved. Now, I'm not trying to tell you guys how to live your lives and run your marriage. I'm simply saying that... I immediately, very, very quickly saw a simple solution that I'm sure you saw. Of course you saw that simple solution. So so why didn't you just, why did you get all bent out of shape and dog murdery when you could have said, hey?
1: It was about watching the world burn.
0: Uh, okay, no, 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 I get it, I get it. I mean, sometimes I also want to punch Jared Leto in the face until he's unrecognizable. <laughs> I get it. I want to destroy something beautiful.
1: Is it because he's older than you and looks younger than you?
0: Uh, first of all, he does not look younger than me. He is way better looking than I am, and he is older than me, but he does not look younger. I will stab you in the fucking face. <laughs> I don't... Go don't, on. Don't tell me the truth, Chris. Just let me... Can, please, can I have one... One what? Just, can I just have a victory? Yeah. yeah Jesus Christ. That's your fucking problem, Chris, is that you ab- You can't just compromise one goddamn time.
1: That must be it.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate you. I just
1: compromised. I gave yeah. you the win there.
0: Yeah. You know what? You, where's your son? Are they at school? Yeah, they're at All school. Right. Well, that's the other problem, too, is that they're not here to take care of the dog. You are. hmm And the dog's just being a dog, man. He is. It doesn't know. Of course not. So I mean, being rid of it, it's sort of so, like it's sort of like giving up your kids. Here's for one adoption. of the things
1: that was more. Like, for, what for if her. what if
0: you went to Christopher? See, the and said, Look, tears tears are a lot of trouble.
1: I'm really glad. We're
0: gonna. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. asked sister, a, she's got an opportunity yeah. to not be a fuck up. And and honestly, Christopher, you're on notice as well. But tears I'm, going.
1: I'm very glad you asked a stupid question so that I could furnish you with a stupid answer here. <laughs> One is my child and a human, all right? So a human for whom Uh I have unconditional love. The other one is an animal, a dog. I like the dog most of the time, except for when he's a cunt. And if nobody else is going to make time for the animal, well, then that's really not fair to the animal, is it? Simple solution, simple problem, done. Dog can live with somebody else.
0: I see what you're saying. Your child, though, you have a greater responsibility to the child because it's your child, yep. and a human being, versus that of a dog. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. So when but- people
1: say dumb shit, like, my dog is my kid, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, you and your 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 dog, I mean, let's in 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 what sense is it your child? Like, first of all, it's not a human being. Mm -hmm. And you don't treat it like a human being, you don't raise it like a human being, and in no way is it a human being.
1: Well, and typically the people that say things like that don't have kids and have no idea what it is to have kids.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I refer to my dog as my baby boy, but I don't I'm not my dog's parent. I'm my dog's owner, and I understand that my dog has a shit life. Because he's imprisoned and had his genitals mutilated, right? Like, that's not yeah. a great place to be. I don't want to be that, and so I give him lots of people food. The thing is, Chris, is that you've lost this argument, right? Because you, the entire Where, family is against you. Yeah, they
1: can, they can be against me. Right. That's I'm okay with that, but I have one person against me right now. The other people have not been able to voice their opinion yet.
0: Right, so you, so what you're saying is that we should probably just stop recording, go get rid of the dog right now before your kids come home from school. That so way they don't have a say.
1: That you know, that's what I was going to go do.
0: You but but obviously you understand this so, is irrational.
1: So she got into it with me and she's like,
0: "Oh, you can't do that." And I'm like, "Fine. I won't fuck with the dog anymore.
1: I won't do anything with the dog. You guys do everything." No. And if he chews up my shit super unreasonable it is it absolutely is unreasonable yeah no dog needs to be with a family that loves him and can take proper care of him
0: that's fair what's wrong why is this family not footing the bill uh, I, I don't
1: know. We must be Satanists. What's
0: wrong with this family? So basically <laughs> Chris, you, you are, are, are overreacting for the sake of overreacting. because Your butthurt. I, you know, I yes. respect that. I am. I'm, I, I too indulge in tantrum and I enjoy <laughs> a good tantrum. Uh, so yeah, so I, 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 can do this as long as we all recognize that the dog isn't going. Oh, anywhere. that's for you by the way. Oh, thank you. I've already had a drink. Oh, um, if uh, you know, if if you concede that this is all hyperbole and the dog's not going anywhere, I'm on board, and we should go get a claw hammer and kill it.
1: So, of course, Tara, close your ears. Of course, the dog's not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> right. I needed to throw my fucking tantrum. Now I got. I, I'm gonna buy another crash pad. Oh wait, I can't because they're sold out everywhere.
0: Um, why, why are crash pads sold out?
1: So it, the specific one, every every time they release them, because every year they release it in a different color. So this year they released it in this color, and it's actually part of a Jason Momoa collection too, which is interesting. Um, so they released it. I got one when they had two left, and I'm like, well, maybe I can find one somewhere else on the Internet here. Nothing. There's nothing. So
0: how large is a crash pad? Uh,
1: about five foot one direction and about three and a half feet the other. Okay.
0: And, and so this five-foot-three pad, mm-hmm. your dog destroyed irreparably. It's beyond use.
1: So they come with <laughs> they come with backpack straps, and he totally destroyed the backpack straps on it, yes.
0: Okay. So, you're, so you can so, still fall on it, yes. Okay, so it's still Carry, fallable. Carrying it will be a bitch. Right, okay. Do you guys have a sewing machine? No. Okay. No. Do you guys have, I don't know, like a rope or a bungee cord? To hang the dog with? No. No, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you could still roll up this mat and take it with you wherever you want to go. It doesn't
1: roll. It folds. Yeah. Now, and there's these little hook things that interlock with different uh, parts of the pad. Well, it, it, it's really frustrating, more than anything. So I went and I purchased a new one today. Ah, Listen, so I purchased it today. Ah, and then I got a notification that, oh, you can't have it because they're sold out. Ah. Uh, and I was like, this is
0: fucked. Extra, extra hurtedness when you're trying to alleviate the problem, trying to resolve it. Yep. And you get fucked by fate. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. But other crash pads are still available. Note
1: that. Totally different.
0: Just not the Jason Momoa? Is this like... Uh,
1: it's, so I did not care that it was Jason Momoa or anything like that. I wanted this company's crash pad. Because they make a good crash pad.
0: I see. I see. Okay, I can get behind this. I can get Um, behind this. And I
1: tried to get one last year and wasn't able to. So then this year, I saw them and I was like, oh shit, getting one.
0: No. If you'll allow me to speak out of the other side of my mouth, I have a pair of Doc Martens from a factory in England. And my dog ate one of the straps that's on the back of it. Uh, you know, toward the calf so you can just loop your finger in yeah. and pull the boot up over your heel. And even though this was many, many years ago and very early on into us having the dog, I still admonish the dog on occasion to this day for ruining my fucking boots. Now, you can still wear them, <laughs> and, and when you and when you have pants on, <laughs> you cannot tell at all that there's anything <laughs> wrong with the boots. But I was so mad at him that you still resent the that for I still it. resent him for that thing. And I, sometimes I'm just like, I'm not even wearing those fucking boots because fucking ruined, stupid fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't mean it, but yeah, it. I, don't I, I nice see. In that moment, are you talking to us or your
1: children no. Tara says she. Him and my children. She's oh, okay. all she's doing is trying to be an asshole now. No. Um Well, no, I mean the, the thing is
0: is that yes, when you you're in my house all the time. So I'll get rid of you. Get out. That's the logic we're going with. You're in my house all the fucking time. Get out. <laughs> Let me let me change gears here, Chris. Mm, go on. Let me let me talk about let me talk about sensitivity and entitlement. Yeah, yeah. There's a I don't do a lot of video games, sure. right? And when I was growing up, I remember, you know, we had the Commodore 64, right, and the whatever's and, you know, stupid bullshit games like Zorg and what have you. But the the real big deal when I was a kid was the Nintendo, the original Nintendo game. Yeah. Um and and in, and in fact today video game people use a parlance called nintendo hard meaning that this game is so difficult it was like it came out on the original nintendo. Okay. And there is a movement recently and and I, and it's important to to say that I understand video games in in a certain context but I'm not an avid player. There's a thing going on right now where there's a video game person who says, "Hey, All video games should have an easy mode, and they should be accessible to all people. And I thought about that because every video game I play, which is not very common, but right now I have been indulging in Shadows of Mordor. I know it's an old game, and I'm behind the curve on it, but I'm playing it on story mode. I've played through Witcher 3 a couple of times, and I only play on story mode. And the, the idea is, is that all video games should have an easy or a training or an assistance mode so that they're enjoyable to all audiences. And I understand that the video game company... Is limiting their audience, but the artists have decided that this is how we want our game to be consumed. And I don't mean the elitist idea of get good and that you have a responsibility that if you want to play games, you should be good enough to play them. I think that's a sort of a shitty, arrogant thing. But you know what? I think that the video game company, if they want to have a challenging game and they don't want to make an easy, accessible experience for everyone, you just don't buy that game. And instead of trying to get the designers, the programmers, and the artists, and the corporation to yield what it is that you think you deserve because... It's not designed for you or targeted to you. I think that is dangerous and idiotic. Now, I have spent 30 plus hours playing this video game on easy mode and finally comfortable with my ability to kill Uruk in mass, right? But I'll never be good enough to play it on a difficult mode, and that's okay. I'm never going to pick up you know, Bloodborne or the Dark Souls games because I'm never going to be good enough to play them. I'm not their target audience and that is okay. They don't need to yield to me. And the idea that we live in a world where every group of consumers is forcing the companies producing their art and their entertainment to yield to their thinking and their ideology Super fucking dangerous.
1: What makes something fulfilling?
0: Well, I think that that's really a lot to do with the individual. I mean, for me, for example, just to stick with the current analogy, I enjoy playing Shadows of Mordor. I enjoy leaping off of a very, very tall tower that would kill a normal human being and grabbing an Uruk and stabbing it seven or eight times and then ripping its head off and its neighboring Uruk run terrified and then I go into wraith mode and I use my bow and I fire an arrow and I pin the fleeing Uric, who happens to have intel. He happens to be a worm who's going to betray his Captain Masters if I can capture him and interrogate him. But I've pinned him to the ground with my bow. And then I grab him. And then I interrogate him. And when I'm done interrogating him, his head explodes. Amazing.
1: So... Sounds like there's a certain level of difficulty to that, huh?
0: Gore, gore, gore. And it took me a long time to get to the point where I used to see two Uric, or two Uruk and be like, oh God, I don't know if I can do it. Now I'm like, oh, you I have to defeat 50 Uruk without dying, and that's how I win this challenge. Challenge accepted, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna fuck these dudes
1: up. So difficulty. Is what made it fulfilling.
0: Right. I persevered and Mm. became good. And now you have this deific level of power and it puts blood in my pain.
1: Cool. That was the only question I had.
0: Puts blood in my pain. But you know what? I've walked away from other video games that are too hard. And I was like, you know what? This is not enjoyable. Uh, I've, I've, I just, it's too frustrating. And I don't mind losing because I lose a lot. I die a lot, mm-hmm. but you just go back to it and you find the thing that you dig, and you know, books and video games are both things that I don't have difficulty just walking away from and saying I have invested a set amount of hours into this thing and I just don't enjoy it. It's not worth any more of my time.
1: Yeah, but I if- don't. Video video games are interesting, so. I've always liked the player versus player aspect of like online games like new games. I like playing against other people. You don't get better if you're not playing against people that are better than you. That means it gets hard sometimes and you get your ass kicked. You get your, you know, get right. your, get your dick stomped in. And that's okay. Like it's okay to not do well
0: yeah no it's it's for sure well and you and you learn like there's and again, I know this is probably not interesting, but it really is about just me and practice and perseverance there's this uh it, it's got a thing called a nemesis system, right, so every time you die, you come back because your body is being shared with the immortal wraith spirit of the elf that forged the one ring right that forged all the rings, and every time you die, you come back, but The dude that kills you, the orc that kills you, gets prestige and will either increase in power or get promoted to be a captain or both, right, depending on the situation. And so it's really, really frustrating. And as these guys gain power, they become more and more difficult to kill. There's a guy, I don't know how to fucking kill him. I can't. He's immune to everything. Like, I spent 10 minutes beating on him because I'm an idiot, and I realized I can't kill him in melee combat, right? Because he's got this combat master ability. The only weakness he has is a fear of burning. So I realized as I was stalking around this, this uh, Uruk outpost, just murdering Eric with impunity and cutting people's heads off and raping their brains for intelligence and then watching their heads explode and terrorizing their buddies, I realized firing an arrow into a campfire. The campfire blows up, which is a trick I already knew. This motherfucker catches fire, and he starts running away, right? And as he's running, his icon, his skull icon, to indicate that he's a captain, goes from white to green, which means... He's killable. He's grabbable. Uh So, I can't kill him in combat. I can't kill him with arrows, but... He's now grabbable. So I can run him down. I can grab him. I can interrogate him. And then, boop, cut off his head. So even though I failed to get him, even though that first time I was like, oh shit, I know how to kill this motherfucker. And I failed and he ran away and the fear ran you know, ran out and whatever and I was no longer able to grab him. It occurred to me that even though it took me forever, even though I've been playing this game, I solved this riddle on my own and that's satisfying. It's fun, right? But the question is, would it have been as satisfying had I gone onto the internet and and, and discovered that on my own, right? There's something special about it to me because I figured it out on my own. And I think that's, the really interesting argument about video games saying we're the designers, this is how we intended the experience to be and if that's not for you, that's okay. We're not villains. We did not actively exclude you but we have made a thing that is challenging and the intent is the challenge, right? The intention is for you to persevere and get better and it's not our responsibility as the creators of art to cater to the audience and you see it with the Snyderverse and you see it with all these other things going on right now and wanting to redo season 8 of game of thrones and I'm like look you 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 have i think privileges as the audience but you don't have rights as the audience. It is not the designer's responsibility to write a book with words that you understand. So, grab a fucking dictionary.
1: There are there are certain pieces of that that I agree with. Okay, and then other pieces that I think are misleading.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's unpack it.
1: Okay. So, uh, with the Snyderverse in particular, because that's something that you had mentioned. Um, You have a body of work that's supposed to be the brainchild of an individual, correct? Uh, The thing that you tend to run into with large studios like Warner Brothers is something called studio interference, where they interfere with your vision. It happened with Suicide Squad in particular. Um, So... Basically, David Ayer, the individual who directed that, said, okay, this is the direction I'm going to go. And they said, Ooh, well, at Comic-Con, the trailer did really well, so we're actually going to have the company that did the trailer do the final cut of the movie.
0: Terrible. Absolutely. So,
1: but that's what they do all the
0: time. Right. Well, so all I can say to that is, is that is that... It's not the director's money that is on the line. It's not the director's investment that is on the line. Although I recognize that that's their creation, if they want that kind of control, well, then, dude, be Quentin Tarantino.
1: Then do not invest in the director if you are not going to let them carry out a vision.
0: Right, So, but the, the thing is, the director is an employee, right? Sure. But and the, they, they have an obligation to you, do what their employer wants. You, when you hire somebody, state to them... I
1: trust you with the well-being of this business.
0: Nah, I see. That's where that's where you and I have a disconnect. The idea that the people that employ you actually trust you is a fallacy.
1: I'm not saying that it's right, yeah. but that's what you're doing.
0: Sure. You
1: are trusting somebody to do the work that you've said needs to be done.
0: Right. But as the director, don't you go to them and have a contract and say, all right, as the director, I have control over these things, including the final cut or the final edit of the movie. I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't don't know how that works, right? All I know is that they hired him to do a job, but they also hired somebody else to come in and do a job.
1: So back to the Snyder Cut now. (laughs) You have a, basically, people have spoken and said, hey, we want you to interfere less. It actually happened. It was, so Warner Brothers seems to be absolutely awful with this because they also, with Ben Affleck writing his Batman movie, um, they kept stepping on his toes. And he eventually said, fine, I'm not fucking writing." That's why and he then, quit, right? And then he stepped out altogether because he's like, you people are unbearable to work with. Good for him. That's absolutely good for him. But what does that tell you? Like That tells you that your, your interference in this is not turning out a better product that fans want or anything like that. So like while I agree with what you said to an extent, I also think the studios have an obligation to turn out the best possible product possible. And sometimes that means going like this and taking your hands off of it.
0: See, and this is where you and I are going to disagree. In our system... The corporation, the production company, has zero obligation to the employee beyond the contract that that employee negotiated. They do. That's, I'm You're not right. saying it's right. right. I'm saying it's our system. The obligation that those people have is to the shareholders and very, very wealthy people who own their company.
1: Sure. So, so how, how do shareholders continue to get money?
0: They Well, so, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to sound very, very cynical, but- let me take a step back from senility, or from senility. <laughs>
1: you are definitely senile.
0: <laughs> my my point my point is what what was your question?
1: Jesus, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, how do shareholders continue to make money? Because that's what you've said is most important the, at the end the, of the day.
0: As as the company continues to make profit,
1: right? Okay, so how does the company continue to make profit?
0: Well. Well, they, they take their audience for, for advantage, right? You, so you,
1: you take them for granted. You put something out there that consumers want to consume. It's the same thing with a product, but, and it's the it, same but thing but with a service. it doesn't
0: have to be good. They will consume it, right? All you have to do is have Jason Momoa with his shirt off, and you've made tens of millions of dollars. I have
1: not paid to go see a DC movie in years because they're dog shit. I... Stopped paying to see the Marvel movies years ago. Like, right after Endgame, I just stopped going to see them. Didn't make sense to me anymore. Okay, you ended everything. I won't go do it. Like, that's the thing. People won't do it. The only, like, here's an exception to that. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie, people bitched because Sonic looked like a rapist. Um, So they fixed rapey Sonic and made Sonic more cartoony. Studio listened. They got a desired result. More people went and saw the movie. The movie did better.
0: Right. I'm not saying that the audience shouldn't have influence. Of course they should. But they shouldn't be the final arbiter about what the company does. I
1: think, I think the artist should be.
0: Well, then the artist shouldn't take other people's money to create art. That's, that's the thing. The moment that you open it up to somebody else and say, I have an idea that I want to make. Will you please give me money to make that idea? You have to have an understanding Day one, eight o'clock, that you are financing this thing. You are providing money. Period. Full stop. Nothing else. And if that's not the agreement, then you're fucked.
1: I think it's done better with independent uh, independent films than it is large corporate films. Yeah,
0: for sure. Because... Because the art is not the important thing. The important thing is is that we are going to produce a product that, in the end, makes more money than it costs. And hopefully, we'll have something big on our hands that will make a lot more money than it costs, and something that will have legs that we can do sequels and prequels and a trilogy and what well, yeah, have hopefully,
1: you. hopefully, we can turn it into. But, but we don't. The next property. We don't
0: care. I mean, look at look at. The Star Wars movies look at the body of the nine Star Wars films, right? Their goal after the first one is we, you know, I George Lucas want toy rights because I see the future because mm-hmm. I my goiter is a sentient creature that speaks to me and 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 tells me about what's coming and how toys are in collectibles are going to be a big deal. But dude, look at those movies. I mean. Six out of the nine are absolute wretched dog shit. I mean, dog shit, dog shit, dog shit. And you know what? They made billions of dollars, and people went to go see them and complained and bitched and make videos about how they're dog shit to this day. And nobody who helped produce those produce those movies has any fucks to give because they're Scrooge McDuck and coin.
1: I I I've heard that they are going to be retconning the last three movies.
0: Sure, because it, and not because they give a fuck about the audience, because it's going to make more money. That's the only if, reason if you, to do if it. If you
1: appease the audience, yeah. it will make more money.
0: In some cases, I absolutely agree with that. And I think
1: this is one of those cases because those movies were not well-received. Like the last... What was it, The Force Awakens? Everybody lost their shit. And like... I remember sitting in the theater watching that movie and being like, what the fuck, dude, this
0: is, is like that the one that's just a, it's a, a new, new hope. hope. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was like, oh. this is just a fucking shitty version of
0: a new hope. We live, we live in a world where a, where a, a city planner recently said about a police shooting that the officer in question deserves, you know, to the presumption of innocence and due process mayor fucking fired him that 's the world we live in. we live in a world where it 's it's, it's so topsy turvy right
1: I mean I, I could make the same argument on behalf of the individual whom the policeman shot What do you mean? You said a police discharged his weapon, killed somebody correct yeah, and then he was removed from his position no
0: no 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 a police officer who has is on who 's on suspension was going for their taser, grabbed their pistol instead, killed the suspect, right? Okay. A person who works in city government was asked by a reporter to admonish it. You know, don't you think this is terrible? Don't you think they should lose their job? The city planner said, I think that they are entitled to due process. Sure. The mayor fired the person who said, I believe the officer in question is entitled to due process. My point is, is that- we li- it's not it's just so i mean because, well i mean here because
1: i again i would ask that same question for the individual who had the weapon discharged on them and is dead you know what i mean they were not given the right they weren't given due process right they, they were, were gunned down yeah they, um so like they,
0: they they were they were not given due process
1: so, How, so however when when you infringe upon the rights of an individual you forfeit your own
0: you, that's absolutely insane. So basically, that's reality. So so a person that commits a crime should be pilloried in the street by the citizenry. Because they have forfeited their right to due process and to, the, and, and to their rights under the law?
1: Due process is you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're seen doing it, you're clearly guilty.
0: That's not how the system works, Chris. No, I, I understand not that. how it should work. Because, <laughs> I understand that. you raped me, Chris. You raped me. I was there when you raped me. Now, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking face because you raped me. You Broke the law, Chris. You raped me, Chris. Your rights are null
1: and void. As being two individuals, that's called hearsay. Because then I say hmm. no, I did not.
0: So it's almost like we need a system where other citizens would listen to both of our stories and determine You're, who tells the truth. You mean that's you mean, crazy? You mean like a due process? Goddamn racist! You're a monster, Chris Barton. I, I am. I am. My my point is is that when a citizen of our country violates the law, regardless of the law that they have violated, once they are detained by the state. They are entitled to due process and the presumption of innocence. Sure, 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 sure. Regardless of the preponderance of evidence against them. Sure. That is how our system works, right? But, But truth doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the next Star Wars movies are going to be shit. All that matters is that they say Star Wars and that you buy the toys for your kids.
1: We don't buy them anymore.
0: You just shoplift?
1: No. It's a Disney company.
0: Mm. Or Or Disney product. Or a Chinese manufactured product. Or you know, here's the thing though. Here's the here's the problem that I run to with the, with that. Sure. Dude, I don't know where to stop, right? Like once once you cancel the first thing, do I have to cancel everything?
1: I mean realistically. I feel we- like I do.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's no place to go that isn't that isn't that isn't bent and corrupt. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I, uh, no, it's, everything gets a fair shot. Everything gets a fair shot. Give it all a fair shot.
0: I disagree. I, I, I think fairness is overrated and I, and I think that the only way to balance the inequities of the past is to fight fire with fire. I think that the only way to really deal with, let's just say, for example, race relations in this country is active racism against Caucasians. I think that taxing people more for being Caucasian, um, forcing people to have genetic background tests... Anyone who is seen at a certain percentage of Eurocentric should be taxed. And just like we should do it with wealth, the people who make more money pay a higher percentage. The people who are truly WASPy, you know, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, should be taxed at a higher rate. So, for example, me, I make X number of income. Right, and I pay X number of taxes on that income, I have Y amount of of tainted Caucasianness, that Caucasianness should also be taxed by an equal percentage. Mm. And therefore, people who have more will pay more, and people who have received more privilege will also be taxed more on that privilege. I think it's the only way. I think that if you're an employer... And you start seeing names like Travis and Christopher and Sarah, those people should not receive interviews or even consideration because it's the only way. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's the only way. Yeah. I mean, where, where is reparation money going to come from? It's going to come from people. For example, I mean, if you look at the community of color, and I am not an expert because I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Caucasian, but there is a lot of racism in the black community Toward people who are, you know, basically the lighter skinned, right? Lighter skinned people that are seen as different and other. It's very confusing and maybe we should have somebody else on to explain it. But anyone in the communities of color, I think their Caucasianness also needs to be tested. Because I think there are people in communities of color that look more Caucasoid, who should probably pay taxes based on their benefits in their community for appearing more Caucasoid? So really, it just—if we could just divide everything by flavorless, blank, doughy cracker and color—that's the first thing that we do to solve the world's problems. Chris, I see. I,
1: I feel like I feel like we've made many steps in the right direction over the past five or six years.
0: Yeah, no, I do. I Well, well, hold on a second. No, I I, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, we used to live in a time where someone said, I I don't remember who it was, I'm sure they were a lunatic, that we should judge people by the content of their character, right? And and not the exterior of their flesh. I'm paraphrasing. Of course. But I, I just, I mean, I couldn't agree, or I couldn't disagree with that statement more. I think that everyone on a genetic level, needs testing, right? I I just want to end discrimination, Chris. I just want to end discrimination. The the
1: only way you do that is gas chambers.
0: Well, now, Chris, now that's crazy because we can't take people's lives from them. That's not appropriate. Now, Mm. if you're saying that people who are Caucasian should be sterilized and that people who have a certain percentage of Caucasian blood be sterilized and that we have breeding pogroms to prevent caucasoids from continuing to making more caucasoids and basically balancing with breeding programs so we level out the number the percentages i i mean i think that's entertaining but we can't take life that's wrong we can't take life we just have to limit control and regulate life that's acceptable In- income
1: is acceptable yes income is ex- yeah,
0: tax income absolutely okay.
1: tax income yeah keeping somebody out of certain jobs is acceptable
0: absolutely we, we, we you have to
1: so destroying the livelihood of an individual is okay yes they got to stay alive. Yes, you can't... And then ridiculing them publicly is also acceptable. Yes, of
0: course. Yeah, and you can't... No, yeah, of course. I mean, if we could go back to the pillory, if we could actually have people put in stocks, you know, in the public square and have rotten vegetables and things thrown at them uh, for for their crimes, I think that's a great idea. I think that, that we have to really, really consider is... Your presented your your how, what is your level of criminality for being a cocker? So, J just so I understand,
1: you're proposing that we reintroduce tribalism. We don't call it that.
0: Well, we already. I mean, Chris, I would argue that we've already we've already reintroduce tribalism and that we and that we very very aggressively engage in it what I'm saying is is we
1: need to take it further
0: well no we just need to direct it at the people whom are responsible and that's Mm. the Anglo colonials gotcha I understand yeah I mean as an Anglo colonial I've chosen not to breed my wife and I don't have children
1: so who contacted you and put you in that program
0: uh, but, you know, my, my wife and I read, no, that wasn't, so this was uh, this was something that we willingly chose to do, mm. you know. As reparation. Well, no, 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 no. Not, I mean, honestly, we did it environmentally. Um, we have, in it's what's called a spin-off advantage. We didn't breed because we knew that bringing children into the world was really a danger to the environment. It's just a spin-off advantage that very likely our children would have been caucasoids, um, you know, and that's gross. It makes sense. Yeah. For sure. So, what's your, what's your
1: word of wisdom? You know, at some point, at some point, you're going to have to say with your words what you
0: mean. Chris, I I disagree. I think that we live in a world where truth doesn't matter. Gotcha. In 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 fact. I can sit down and argue with my friend who will say this politician, politician X is a racist. And I will say, you have the library of Alexandria in your pocket. I'd like you to get that information out. The, the history of earth is at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. I would like you to take five minutes and to please prove it to me. They get me a video politician X is racist. So I go sentence by sentence, line by line, argument by argument and saying, now, They're playing video of Politician X. The person who produced the video is editorializing and telling you what the person said. Yeah, what they mean. The problem is, is that those aren't the words the person used. You are literally letting another human being tell you what to think, even though you just watched the opposite. Yeah. But you don't have the focus or, or or intellectual fortitude to see the distinction chris i don't have to do a goddamned thing interesting right i interesting. i don't have to do a goddamned thing because quantity of life trumps quality of life the privileges of the audience supersede the rights of the artist and the speaker that's the world that we live in i see what i actually think doesn't matter all that matters is what i tell them they're supposed to think about me i see and i'm a fucking genius chris super genius super genius Super genius. I just don't, I don't understand how anyone, I feel like a crazy person because these solutions are very obvious and clear to me. And I am of a simple intellect to use the vernacular that we've yeah. discussed. And and if someone of limited intellectual, but more importantly, just flavorless blank saltine if someone like me, who is devoid of any flavor, uh, right, I, I just, if I'm, how can, someone so limited in bland and privi- privileged like me, if I can see such low-hanging fruit, I, I just, I, 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 I must think that these things are being done to us deliberately, Chris. They don't want us to tax Caucasians more. And that's racist. It's racist. They won't let us have these conversations, Kristen. We need to. I see. I understand. I didn't understand before. Now I understand. Yeah. No. So so today's word of wisdom is you don't have to tell people with your words what you really think. It's all about what's implied by somebody else. Yeah. Truth doesn't matter. You know. Wait. Wait. Before you go. Oh. 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 Today's word of witness. Today's seriously word of witness. Word of witness. Today's word of wisdom. In all seriousness, Chris is. Everything is suspect, everything.